February 11, 2020, afternoon. I've been thinking about my next adventure. I'm paused, knowing I have a big decision to make. It's been bubbling for a while now, but maybe that's just an undercurrent I'm finally acknowledging. It's intriguing that my name begins with a letter that translates to the Greek letter Upsilon. The letter Y. Pythagoras referred to the letter as a fork in the road, the paths of virtue and vice. People who studied his work later on interpreted this Y as a point that all humans must come to, that every person must choose between two paths in life. And then I look at what my name actually means, the right. Not as in direction, but as in the path that one must adhere to in life. The right, one must be honorable, upstanding, and true. I was also born under the stars that look like a fork, that look like two fish heading in either direction, connected by a cord, the Arisha. They're doomed, doomed to forever be heading in opposite ways and ripped back to the connection point, the pause, because they cannot agree on a direction. And so I find it fascinating that so many things about me that I did not choose for myself, they repeat this path one and path two theme, and that it seems like I'm fated to ponder these two paths. I sit in the pause, knowing I have a momentous decision ahead of me. And if I sit here and listen to both paths... What's the poem? The one about the yellow wood? And the ending goes... And I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I... Dear listeners, we have charted so much new territory since the beginning of this collage, this story, and yet... Here we are, back at the beginning. The price you pay for speaking your mind, your truth, your reality, is high. There will always be supporters who hype you up, those yes girl and you got this people. Unfortunately, it seems those people always stay at a distance. But people who actually know you, who also support you in the same way, there are some, but those some are few. Since I started this exercise, this labor, this art piece, it seems as if people have grown distant. I know that in my words I seem unstable, seem deluded, seem narcissistic. People who are embedded in the words and stories I've said have shunned me, and I wonder what, if anything, that says about me. But here we are, at the end of this story, but also back at the beginning. Remember the three fears? Path one, path two, and the pause? Path one leads down the path of inheritance and destiny. Path two leads down the path of regret and complacency. The pause is to straddle the line of both, never quite making a choice. I compiled this collage of memory because I saw all the different versions of me pondering a choice. A choice that was informed by everything I told you, but I saw a life in pause, dictated by fear. Fear of choosing because... Hmm. My fear of choosing was because I realized that Path one would require great sacrifice. The hefty price of not being understood, maybe not having a community of supporters, choosing the hard path. Path two would require no sacrifice, except the sacrifice of not allowing my destiny to be realized. It's easy. Easy, but you walk it with a little vermin-like creature eating away at you, slowly. 
So I have stayed here, stuck in the pause, a place I hate and am fearful of. I've calculated the risk I can stomach on both paths. Everything that's not for you will make you sick. I started on path two. I went down it, and everything was so... lackluster and boring and monotonous, predictable and easy to carry. I walked down path two while staring at path one. Why don't we give ourselves the chance to truly succeed? And why is it so difficult to inherit our destiny and walk the path? I've been straddling both paths for some while now. I've decided to put down the things that are heavy, including path two. And I think this is where the shunning comes from. In the course of my words, I've been explaining how I decided to choose myself and become someone without regrets. But also to not live for anyone else, not to show up the haters or doubters, and not to do it in service of someone else. I think the theme of loneliness pervades my words. I'm not quite lonely. I'm just dismayed. When you choose a specific path, the distance between you and people on the other path grows. I've watched many people around me, friends, family, maybe lovers, classmates. I've watched them choose path two and go down a road that is so... Not the person I thought they were, and I guess that's where my disappointment comes from. It's just disheartening that they are dying down, settling. And you can see it. When you come across someone who refuses to harness their own power, who does not see their own soul, who denies their own being, you can tell. You can see it in their movements, watch it in their habits, and hear it in their words. You can watch a person die who is very much in good health and alive. It pains me that some people I love have elected to jump off the first path, deny who they are, and reluctantly but willingly amble down path two. Watching someone on their deathbed, they become a walking, breathing, living corpse. Maybe a zombie. I've seen many a person waste away. I've seen their families pull them into the abyss of soul death and seen their friends eat at their flesh. All the while, their souls are screaming. It's easier to walk down path two, especially when so many loved ones are on it with you. It's easier to harbor a little resentment for those on path one than to admit you're the only thing holding you back. I used to be this way, but I can no longer stomach that risk. However, I know that fear, the fear of losing everyone and everything, I know it well. There are people who call to you from path two. They could be your siblings, your lovers, your parents, your friends, your blood brothers. They call to you, like sirens to fishermen, luring you off your ship and ripping you into cold water. So you shipwreck, you stay on path two, and you listen to the lies and the song. And you end up dying, but unknowingly, drunk off the siren song. Those calls, you should be able to trust the calls of those people. But why do you trust those calls more than you trust yourself? Okay. April 12th, 2021. 12.30 a.m. Hello and welcome to tonight's show. I know what I must do, but choosing the path terrifies me. I'm lying in bed drunk on shitty red wine, watching reality TV, anything to escape, anything. Choosing the path terrifies me, because I know I'll be alone. 
I'll travel by myself, surrounded by only myself for company. We now have breaking news. I scream out into the abyss and hear nothing back. My nature is to be a river, to flow, to carve, to make it happen with the force within my flesh and bones. And yet I look around and I am alone. And now, a short commercial break. And I turn around and... I see a life built on lies and threats and secrets and destruction and ugliness. I see a life built on doubt and gaslighting and false promises and maybes. I see a life built on not knowing because no one will tell me. And I find it hard to step forward, and yet chart forward I must. I look around at the parallel lines and see nothing but a web of smoke. I look at the magnet and see nothing but miscalibration and mistrust. I look at the curses and see nothing but infection and disease. I look around, refusing safe harbor for those lonely ships who want to visit but never stay. Time now for the weather. Today will be mostly sunny with cloudy periods. And if there are people out here, they won't make themselves known. So there is... I see no one out here except for me. I want to go farther, farther than anyone has ever been. I don't need accolades. I don't need to be the first. I need to walk the path and... Stay tuned. We'll be right back. But this is hard to carry and I am screaming. But I scream into an abyss that does not answer back. I look to my left. I look to my right. And I see nothing but empty seas. I cannot carry this. My heart, my heart has done enough. And yet it persists. I see this tapestry, a life lived out of order, and I wonder what's at the end, if there is an end. Will I make it? Will I be lost at sea forever? Newsflash. I am going farther than anyone has ever gone. How naive of me to think that there might be others out here. The only thing here is this wasteland, full of people walking as humans. They've shed their humanity in order to weather the harsh landscape around us. Am I morphing? Am I becoming an alien on my own birth planet? Becoming something others recognize yet do not know, yet are afraid of, yet think is unreal? Sometimes I think I'm not from here. Like I'm from somewhere far away, a different place, a different time. Or maybe I'm from the inside of the earth, coming out of a cocoon of rock and fire, like something shifted and I could burst forth. I think I'm not from here. Because it seems like the words I'm speaking don't land, like the words I say have no meaning except to me. Like I'm too vague, saying something on topic, yet the translation is a little off. And now, a short commercial break. I always wanted to live inside a movie, or have a blank slate, and have a fantastic adventure, seeing new worlds, nothing to hold me back, no tethers to tell me no. It feels like the further I travel, the more tethers wrap around my limbs, pulling me back. I break free of the vines, the thorns, and although I may bleed, I'd rather feel that than to have my wings clipped. I'd like to know how far I can go, even if I am alone. I want to touch moonbeams, I want to live inside colors, smell the sunlight, breathe skin, see the scent of citrus, hear the earth, taste the copper of being pushed to the brink. I want to bend it all, put the world in a prism, bend the light and see where the rainbow ends. I think being alone, here in this ocean, is a small price to pay to see the seams of the universe. Good night, and thank you for watching.
Dear listeners, in writing, the first step is to look at the blank page. It's comforting, knowing that I'm in this ship, my ship, looking at the horizon and seeing nothing but a blank page. As a writer, I hide bits of myself in everything, but one prevailing truth within all my stories is that to become become who you are, you you must give up up the doubts. doubts. You have to shed shed what you are not. I wonder what I am shedding. I am tired of carrying all the heavy things, because they're not mine to carry. What is for you will always find you, it is written, and everything else will just make you sick. Yet everywhere I look I feel ill, and time is running out, I'm not any closer to finding the ethereal cure, but it's... I have all the time I need, and yet none at all. So where is the thing that will make me whole? Where do I and people like me? Where do we go? Path two is settling into life unlived. It is a life that isn't your destiny, but it is the easy way. I look backward, I see those who came before me, and they're all choosing that line and telling me to pick path two. Path one, no one is on it, and yet I know it's worth walking. In looking backward and looking at all the lives that have come before me, I have a belief that time is circular, that everything that has ever happened in the past will happen again, and that this right now has already occurred. I believe the earth knows more than she will ever say, and that within her dust and deeps are the edifices of other times gone by. My heart is already there, under the ocean, under the crust, deep within the earth's hot center. And one day, when I return to the earth, it will pull me back again and spill me violently back out, to inhabit this world once again, to chart a path, a different path. Not reincarnation, just a different time, maybe a reset, maybe... I am tired. I don't have enough time, and yet I've got all the time I need. The world is too small, and yet too big. There are too many people, and yet not a single soul. You may wonder what this podcast has been about. It could be an apology, apologizing for all the miscommunication, the lack of energy, the destruction I caused. It could be a love letter, written and crafted for other maybe lovers to find so that I don't have to explain why. It could be a goodbye, saying farewell to all the people I cannot take with me, to all the people who gave me little pieces of themselves. It could be a reintroduction, introducing myself to say that I am not the woman you thought I was and daring you to voice your discontent. But none of it is really for you. It's for me. So that I can remind myself of what I am and to remind myself to stop stalling and keep going. It's so I can, while on my ship heading forward, Look back and see something of mine waving back. To see someone out here in this empty wasteland, someone smiling at me, understanding me, knowing me. Because all the lives I've lived and danced and sung and screamed, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. This water, this water is as old as time itself. And I have been cleansed by it, drowned in it, loved in it, lost in it. The compass, the wind, the current, I will carry myself beyond that horizon. So if I disappear, if you lose sight of me, I tucked the clues inside these words. I'll be waiting where the breeze takes your sails after the storm passes once you leave the harbor. You can always come with me. I won't wait, but you can follow. Send out a signal and I'll pick up the call. We'll chart a path farther, more unknown, more. Because there is no more water on the earth now than there was a thousand, a million years ago. Because I am water herself, a river herself. And if I must be earthbound, let me meander and follow the course. Carve a path that, with time, will make you fall to your knees with awe. 
Let the sunlight glint in my canyons, the flowers bloom in my spaces, the wind skim along my surface. Because I am water herself, a river herself. But for the sake of the metaphor, let me be a ship, a lone explorer on a ship, holding a compass. Not knowing where it goes, but feeling the thrill of life and vitality pulsing in my chest. Knowing that one day, something will rise from the waters and into the sky. And if you followed me, if you also followed your soul's path, you'll see it too. You'll see it like a mirage on hot pavement, something familiar but so alien. Something you're scared to touch but need to grasp it to know it's real, feel it in your fingers. The dark abyss of the underbelly will crack open and we'll see the light peeking through, showing us which stretched from the waters into the horizon. The moon and sun and stars will kiss that something. My compass will point true. And I will know. I will know I have made it. I will know I am home.